Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded, from Disaster Recovery Journal and its Fallus Business Resilience. Now, here's your host, Vanessa Vaughn. Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn, the founder and resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. And I am John Seals, and I am not the host <laughs> of Business Resilience Decoded. <laughs> John Seals is behind the scenes with me all the time, so we get a chance to talk to our listeners today. Vanessa, tell us a little bit about your background. I actually voluntarily went into this industry. My degree is in Homeland Security and Emergency Management. I graduated from Savannah State University, and that opportunity led me to working with the Atlanta Fulton County Emergency Management Agency, the Chatham Emergency Management Agency, and the Department of Homeland Security. So I had a chance to start my career on the government side and do anything from long-term housing planning for local and county governments to developing and redesigning websites that speak more to the residents and the business owners that live in those communities. And then also terrorism mitigation for the ports of Los Angeles, Long Beach, and LAX. So working with very intelligent postdoctoral engineering students on how to use technology so that terrorists couldn't figure out how the security systems and platforms work so they couldn't bypass those particular systems. So that's kind of how my career started. I transitioned into the corporate world and had a chance to work with Gulfstream Aerospace Corporation, Lowe's Corporate, and developing global crisis management and business continuity programs. So helping leadership teams figure out, determine, prioritize what the critical business functions are, and then what do we actually need in order to make sure that these services or products that we deliver to the customers have some resiliency or redundancy within that. So that's what I've been doing for the past 11 and a half years. And then four years ago, I decided to take what I have learned throughout my career. And I started the company Asphalus Advisors, and we're based out of Charlotte. And what does Asphalus mean? (laughs) Because because people will ask, what does Asphalus mean? (laughs) So Asphalus is the Greek word for secure, and it was actually created due to the students at the University of South Carolina. I was in a MBA program, and I needed a company name, and I didn't want it to have my own name in it. And this student, (laughs) it's kind of funny, but this student said, I have the perfect name. I Googled the Greek word for secure, and it's Asphalus. You know, it's like Google. And I was like, not quite. <laughs> we got a lot of more years. We need some more brand recognition to be Google. But that's how we came up with the company name. Well, great. So, John, tell me a little bit about how you got started. I was in the newspaper business for 12 years before I started at DRJ. I started as a sports writer and then went to a sports editor and then moved over to the news side and was a columnist and then an assistant editor and a page designer and then an editor of a medium-sized newspaper in Missouri. And then I worked at a college for a couple of years. And then I answered a blind ad from Disaster Recovery Journal. And so I started there and I've been there for 17 years. Wow. The world of business continuity. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, you know, before the, the closest thing that I had gotten to business continuity was uh, crisis communication. One of the stories that we covered, there was a fire at a plant. We, we went over, to, I sent some people over to interview the CEO, and they said, well, he's not here. And I said, what do you mean he's not there? And they said, well, he went home to take a shower. And I thought, well, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. 
Well, he didn't care about us, our, you know, local newspaper. He'd been there dealing with a fire at his plant in the middle of the night, in the middle of, you know, in the morning. He wasn't ready to deal with the mass media. Well, we, we aren't the mass media. We're the local media. So he went home to get ready for the mass media. And so by the time the TV trucks got there, their CEO was standing outside the building in a suit and tie, freshly showered. He gave his statement. And the St. Louis media got the story that they wanted. He got the story that he wanted to give them. And then we got the story that we wanted because we didn't talk to him. We talked to all the employees that told us the real story. You know, in a small town, somebody is always somebody's brother's cousin or they went to high school with this guy or that person or whatever. And so all of us were happy because we all got the story that we wanted. I didn't learn that that was crisis communications until a decade or so later. So I have experience in this. I just didn't know it. <laughs> so Funny how that happens. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I've learned a lot over the last 17 years, and I know a lot of people who know a lot more. So I think that my biggest asset right now is that, like, someone asked me a question about a certain really unusual subject. And I'm trying to figure out which of the five people that I know I can go to will have that answer. Our job at, at DRJ is to dispense information, whether it's through the magazine or the conference or the website or whatever. We're about managing content. And I've learned to manage content. So <laughs> that's what I do. Glad to have you. Thank you. <laughs> and so now we manage content here at Business Resilience Decoded our fledgling new podcast. What are your goals with the podcast? Great question. So when Bob Arnold originally approached me, he said, Hey, I want to start a podcast. I said, great. Me too. <laughs> and there is an opportunity for us to engage millennials, for us to engage our diverse workforce and for us to continue the conversation of the great things that we talk about at the conference, but on a global platform to give practitioners and professionals an opportunity to continue to share and to speak. But then also for those of us to tune in and listen and to learn something new or to connect with someone else. And so that's exactly what I would like to see. I would like for us to leverage our practitioners and professionals, draw on their years of experience or those that are new. What are you thinking about? What are your thoughts? What are your challenges? I also would like for us to leverage what we see on the news, what's happening in the media. How, how can we bring those things back as a topic of conversation and have healthy debates? And I think that will help it allow us to strengthen, to collaborate, and to consistently learn from one another, but also to take the conversation outside of Orlando, outside of Arizona, and put it on a global stage. That's fantastic. That's exactly what our goals are, and that's why we partnered with, with you. I know personally, I'm, I'm just really excited. I didn't know I would be that excited about it because my experience with podcasts is that <laughs> I listen to about 50 to 70 podcasts. And so Bob said, I think you should be in charge of the podcast. And I said, I don't know how to do a podcast because I listen to podcasts. The best thing that I could bring to it is I know what I like and what I don't like. Our audio quality is not 
what we want it to be, but we have several different scenarios that are difficult, especially on the Skype recordings, because you're in Charlotte and I'm in St. Louis, and our guests are all over the world. So it is what it is, and every now and then a word gets garbled by a robot. And Literally. Yeah. So the main thing is to get the information out to the people. We did a number of interviews here at the conference. How did you think that went? So I have thoroughly enjoyed the interviews at the conference. One, it has allowed me to develop a personal rapport with people. It has allowed me to meet other people in the industry and learn what various organizations are doing in their approach. But also, I think it's been a lot more engaging because the human element is here. When I'm sitting across the table from another person, I have the ability to connect, to feed off them. And that's been fantastic. So we talked to a number of people. We've had quite a diverse group of people that have come through. And I think I have learned more in these podcast recordings at the DRJ conference than I probably have in the past two or, two or three weeks. It's asking them questions that I've always wanted to know or that I hear other professionals ask. And that's one thing that we're doing well are asking people, hey, what would make you tune in to Business Resilience Decoded? What are you looking for? What are you not hearing on other podcasts or on the radio that you want to hear on this podcast? Because our goal is to make this the number one podcast in the industry. Wow. <laughs> lofty goals. Yeah, those are those are lofty goals. <laughs> I just wanna I just want it to be relatively decent. I want it to be better than decent. I want it to I want to put stuff out there that we can be proud of, but yeah, I don't know about, you know. Number one, man. Yeah. All right. Go hard or go home. Okay. <laughs> so I hear you, you actually had to execute your crisis management business continuity plan. Yes. <laughs> yes, Vanessa. We had one box out of all the materials that we shipped from St. Louis. We had one box that didn't make it to Phoenix, and it was the one box that had all of my podcast equipment and all of my information and folders for our editorial advisory board meeting and a plaque for poor Robbie Atabaggy, who's rolling off the board. I had to go to a consultant. I had to put my, my equipment together that I had and go to the nearest Apple store and bring in an expert who told me what I needed to do and how I needed to set things up. And then I ended up having to buy an expensive microphone. I'm sure that sounds familiar to a lot of people in the business continuity industry. So lesson. So I have, I have a backup and I'll do things different next time. Lessons learned. And now we, we've all learned things. When there's an event going on, and you're the person that has to answer those questions, it's a lot worse than I don't have microphones that work. <laughs> so that's why I, I really love that business continuity planners are smart and passionate and very analytical, and they look at things much different than I do. But le- much like a lot, of our, a lot of our older interview guests have mentioned, they've learned a lot from millennials. That's how, that's how all this is. It's communication and learning from each other and networking, and there you go. Absolutely. And that's what we hope to do with the podcast, Mm -hmm. is uh, bring all those things to you, the listener, as much as I learned this week. (laughs) 
Well, there you have it. Crisis management and business continuity in action. <laughs> yes. So how can people find you? So you can find us first at www.asfallisadvisors.com. I'm on Twitter as Miss V underscore Vaughn. And we also have LinkedIn and Facebook pages for the company at Asfallis or at Vanessa Vaughn. And then, of course, at BR Decoded on Twitter. Yes. I'm on LinkedIn, John Seals, J-O-N-S-E-A-L-S. We also have a website, drj.com slash decoded. Our website will be a great place for the listeners to come and see who we have had an opportunity to interview and also a lot of the topics. And I think you guys are going to be very excited because we talked about vendor malpractices. We talked about the need for culture and engagement. We talked about cybersecurity, uh, entrepreneurship, an educator's perspective. We have quite a few various topics. Um, So that'll be a great place for you guys to stay up to date with what we're doing. We also have a frequently asked questions guide or or document. So if you ever get poked by us um, to come and be a uh, guest on the podcast, we have quite a few questions and answers that we can help you with. Please, please, please share and subscribe and download. We are available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. The list continues to go on. Stitcher, everywhere, every app that you can find. Um, And if none of those work, you can always um, manually add it with the RSS feed. If you're listening to this, you've probably already figured out a way to do that. Rate and review. Yes. Rate number five. Yes. (laughs) And then review. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and Asfalis Advisors. Until next time. Business Resilience Decoded is produced and edited by John Seals. For more information, visit drj.com slash decoded and asfalisadvisors.com slash decoded. Write to us on Twitter at drdecoded.